We would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the country throughout Australia from which we conduct our podcast. We would like to pay our respects to their elders, past, present and emerging. Hey guys, welcome back to Beers and Tears. Today, I'm joined with three people this time, bit of a different episode. I've got Josh Cashman, Jimmy Harwood, and Morning Maxwell. Hello, guys. Hello. Hello. Yo. How are we? That's good. Nothing. I'm swell, thanks. That's good. Yeah. So what have you guys been doing, spending your time? Are we all in Melbourne? Is that the go? Yeah, I'm in Melbourne. I think both, we're all in Melbourne, yeah? I'm in Melbourne. We're all in Melbourne. I've been writing songs and running. I started running again and trying to be fit and stuff. And it's not that fun, but I'm doing it. Max, what have you been doing, mate? I have been, uh, what have I been doing? I've been writing songs as well. And I've actually started to edit videos, mainly for the song that I assume we're going to talk about tonight at some stage. Um so, yeah, I've come up with a bunch of, like, yeah, real and TikTok kind of things. So in a month you'll see me famous. No, I'm just kidding. You probably won't, but um, Maybe. That's, the, that's the ideal anyway. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> and Jim Dog, what have you been doing? I've been playing heaps of Xbox. I set up my Xbox again. Beautiful. Playing heaps of COD, writing some bangers, and that's about it. Lovely. Going day to day just doing that. And... Can you guys like quickly do a little bit of it? Because you all kind of make similar but different music. Do you want to give us a taste of what you do and what you make? Maxi, you want to go first? Give me, give us a taste as in like, you want me to sing right now? Or? No, no. no. Um, <laughs> you could go for your life, bro. Hey, or, yeah. Give us a sauce of like what kind of music you make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess like I started making house music because I was one of those like DJ frothers at the club. Um, And yeah, then um, I started making more like electronic chilled shit with like vocalists on it and stuff. Um, And yeah, now I'm doing a lot of different things, like a lot of hip hop, heaps of random stuff. And that's why I kind of like this song, to be honest, because I feel like all three of us have different like niche genres but we've all kind of combined onto this one like family pizza with all our ingredients so it's been cool for sure pizza i like that uh, that metaphor yeah, yeah. <laughs> get a slice joshy love it bit of pepperoni i um yeah <laughs> I, I kind of i make what how would i describe it i don't know i've been releasing and recording and writing music for like what's it been six or seven years now i think it is when i moved to melbourne and I guess a lot of my earlier stuff's pretty black, sad boy folk, a lot of acoustic guitars and stuff. And sort of as time's gone on, it sort of led more into maybe like an indie folk, rocky sort of world, I think. Um, maintaining some pretty chill elements. It's pretty easy listening kind of stuff. Um, and at the moment I'm writing, yeah, pretty much in that same world, like probably more like indie folk pop kind of stuff at the moment. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I make, like, uh, I don't know, <laughs> acoustic-y, hip-hop-y summer, summer tunes, but then they can go all, like, winter as well, so. <laughs> I love it. Right, but, yeah. <laughs> well, it normally, but my album's sort of sounding a bit more like. All Seasons Jimbo. <laughs> yes. Jimmy's music is <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, so, my album's sounding, like, way bigger. 
yeah. Yeah. When did you all kind of begin making music or kind of what inspired you to start making music? What was the the pushing point to start getting all your shit out there? I've been DJing for like seven years and then I started making music about five years ago. So I played French horn at high school and it was the most annoying instrument ever to lug around because it didn't fit on the bus anywhere. So I was this I weird like... you playing the French horn, bro. Dude. I was I just did. like weird... I was this weird dude um, on the bus that stood up with my with my instrument in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's my kind of that's when I started. Nice, Jimbo. Um, I started playing guitar when I was like ten, and then yeah, just played that for ever since. Yeah, I was ten, and then started writing in 2016 when I was in year ten. And I yeah, haven't stopped since. Nice, bro. And yeah, I was like in high school, I used to play a bit of guitar. I started playing, I think in year six, one of my mates had a guitar and he taught me how to play the G chord. I remember strumming it and being like, this is really cool that I can make this noise. (laughs) From there, I just got guitar lessons for a year and then I became really obsessed with people like John Butler and Xavier Rudd and this like acoustic, there's this whole like movement of like surf, chill, roots kind of music and where I grew up sort of country sort of coast where we would listen to a lot of that kind of stuff so I taught myself how to play Ocean by John Butler and I played in front of the school like every assembly and, um, <laughs> that's where my love for performing and playing music definitely began and um, I don't know I never really took it seriously until I moved up to Melbourne I moved up here to play football of all things and somehow <laughs> that into a, a music career don't ask how um, but yeah, I'd say probably 2000. And I think I released my first song in 2014 or 2015. And now that's probably been what six or seven years now. And there's lots of songs. Yeah, that's so wild that 2015 was that long ago. I feel I like yes. definitely yeah. two years ago. <laughs> Not yeah, yeah, it's hectic. Um, it's going to week. Yeah, 100%. So how how did you guys all meet? Where where did this all this whole collab begin? I reckon Jimmy should talk about Josh and then I'll talk about Jimmy. Um I don't even know. I my our mate me and Josh's mate Davey, I think I don't know. I remember playing with Josh in Ringwood at Orange Whip. Um, <laughs> um in what was that 2017 or something. And then um yeah, I think Davey, Davey was like, yeah, I'm mates with Josh Cashman. I'm like, what the fuck? So I, I played with him. And then how did he even, I don't even know, bro. I remember like, I feel like before Orange Whip, I think Davey and I were in the car going, he was supporting one of my tours and he's like, you got to listen to my mate Jimmy. And he put on, I think it's Blue Gatorade. And I was instantly like, this guy's definitely got a vibe. I'm into it. And then, I don't know, just through that, we sort of connected and um, did the Orange Whip gig. And then I feel like we kind of ran into each other a few times on Wednesday nights playing at Lucky Cock as well. Um, yeah. That's probably that where it. we connected the most. Like we go like set for set at Lucky Cock on Wednesday nights for that little bit of pocket money, which was always nice. And funnily enough, I met Max for the first ever time at Trent. <laughs> I, remember that. I remember that bro <laughs> you were playing before me hey yeah I was DJing with my mates and um you were like Josh I was like Max I think we must have followed each other on social media yeah. anyway and um yeah we <laughs> up, remained in touch and yeah how good and then 
And then, yeah, me and Jimmy met through Max Glide, who I produced a lot of music with and Jimmy went to high school with. Um, and, yeah, I've kind of always wanted to work with Jimmy, but it's never really happened. And then when lockdown hit, I think me and him were just both really keen to, like, do something different and write with other people. Um, so, yeah, we did a bunch of Zoom things before we could ever breathe on each other. And then, um, yeah, now we hit Like, this song was made in lockdown as well, so... So cool. who, whose crazy idea was it to do this collab? Um, I, I remember because me and Max like made a fair bit of it. And then I think me and Max realised that we both knew Josh and then we were like, fuck, we should get Josh on it pretty much. Mm. Um, yeah. There was like a, there was like a second verse bit and like, like Jimmy had done the hook and then, um, yeah, we were just like, it'd be cool to get a feature. Like it's a pretty cool song. And then when, yeah, me and Jimmy both were like, Josh, that'd be sick. And then he just fucking upped the ante bro on the song. Oh, stop it. So stop. good. You guys like, hey, I feel like you messaged me on like a Wednesday and you're like, yo, would you be keen to do this? Um, and sent me the link and I listened to the song. I was like, this is definitely a bop. I, I'm right into it. So I just sort of downloaded the WAV and then just played around for a few hours and just sent them an idea back. Be like, is this a vibe? I just chucked a few guitars in and uh, I didn't do vocals or anything then, did I? I just did some guitar kind of stuff and maybe emulated what Jimmy was doing. And they were like, you're, in the, you're on the team. I was like, let's do it. <laughs> You've been chosen. Yeah. <laughs> you're the chosen one. Sick, yeah. That's right. And so what what is this song about? On my own. By the way, guys, this song is called On My Own, if anyone wants to. Yeah. I wonder what it's about. Yeah. <laughs> Go um, for it, Jimbo. Yeah, it's pretty much in the title, but because we were in lockdown when we made it, um, it pretty much stemmed from that, I guess, and just um, but not being on my own is in a bad thing, as in it's like a positive sort of thing, because I sort of realise I'm all right when I'm by myself, like as much as I love my mates and everything, like I'm all chill when I'm um, by myself. So yeah, pretty much it, to be honest. I feel like us Melburnians have like, I feel like I've realised that as well, that I'm at the start, I was like, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. And now I'm kind of just like, it's fine. Like I'm chilling. And I don't know if that's a good thing or not, but I'm used to it's it. Interesting. Yeah. Goes both ways for sure. But I guess the, uh, the song's a celebration of the positivity from it. Yeah. For sure. And, and it puts me in Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned videos. What have you got any like music vids, etc., in th- thoughts for this track? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so we filmed a live video in my lounge room. Um, which was cool. It's like a stripped back version of the song. Um, I got my housemate Tyler to play on drums, and then it was us three doing our thing, which was sick. Um, and yeah, I've also created a production breakdown, like five day series as well. Um, so each day kind of goes through like day one's the beat, day two is Jimmy's vocals, day three is like Josh, his vocals and his guitar. Day four is um, some extra production people that I got involved and then day five is the mixing and mastering side of it. So, um, yeah, we've got heaps of stuff coming out. Cool. That sounds yeah, right. It's all so happening. who now gigs are a bit of a touchy subject, but yeah. who are you like most keen to see, I guess, when this whole shenanigan is over? Do we go, um, go to tramp and see Max play? <laughs> Do you reckon I should play on my own um, at yeah. tramp? Yeah. <laughs> 
up the BPN by 48. And <laughs> on my own's 84 BPM. Do you reckon I'll be able to fit it into a 126 house set? I reckon you, I reckon you get four BPM. Feeling that again, then I'll my own. Kind of a vibe, though, not going to lie. <laughs> still a vibe, still a vibe. Um, yeah, I yeah. booked Dua Lipa tickets the other day. Oh, rad. For next year in November. But I'll, I'll hopefully see someone before that. <laughs> next year in November. Holy shit. Yeah. 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 I but actually really want to – sorry. I, I just want to say I actually really want to see both of you guys live. Like I've seen Jimmy once and I, I don't even know if I've seen you live before, Josh. Um, but I want to. So that would be cool. Yeah. I feel like at the moment it's sort of like – Aussie musos are getting around Aussie musos more than we get around people that we sort of like look up to. I think we'll probably end up buying more tickets to shows of people that we know and stuff like that rather than going to see our favourite bands. And so I'm kind of excited about immersing in the industry and the scene that we already have, like at our forefront where we don't have to pay $175 for a ticket. We can pay 10 to 20 to $30 a ticket and still have a bit of a show while kind of supporting friends or friends of friends and stuff that's probably what i'm most excited about i don't really have anyone on my list but trying to support all our buddies that have suffered during this turmoil that we're going through and you meet rad people at those gigs as well like you don't really meet many people at like no offense max but i like at a dua lipa gig like you go to a dua lipa gig and everyone's oh definitely but like and the like little ones, you just meet some. I remember some random came up to me because I smelt nice once, <laughs> and they ended up being like <laughs> some t-shirt designer that was really cool, and I ended up buying their t-shirts, and it would never have happened if I didn't smell good that day. I don't know. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> lit. Yeah, we were in Lynx, we were in Lynx, Africa. Like I used to right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm wearing. I'm getting you onto something right now. There's a brand called Palermo, and they're like rip off like Gucci, whatever the heck, like Tom Ford, um, for 25 bucks. Nice. Go there, and it doesn't last Same. very long, but they're rad. Love them. Anyway, so there's that. That's mammoth. Yeah. Um. So individually, have you guys been working on other stuff that you want to chat about a little bit? Have you got, what have you got? coming what's the go for the rest of this year start of next year yeah yeah yep. you go jimmy I've, I've been working on an album my first one right so that's yeah kind of daunting but yeah been working on that doing a bunch of other collabs me and max may or may not have just got back the final song of a uh, song we may or may not have done <laughs> may or like may not. Real, yeah may or may not have. yeah we just got the master for a new single me jimmy and this girl remedy so um right yeah so that's going to be frothy as. Oh, yeah. Um, and apart from that, I've got another song with Remedy. So I've actually got like four songs with Remedy and then a couple of tunes with Max Glide, a couple of like random beats that I just want to release. And um, I've started this like organic alias that makes like weird yoga, experimental, doof, random music stuff. So I've, you know, I'm going to start putting some more stuff out on that too, which would be cool. Yeah. And yeah, I've been writing lots. I'm always writing. I've been doing a lot of Zoom writing sessions with people. A lot of them are in Australia, but there's been a couple overseas as well. I've linked up with a couple of guys in the UK where we've been doing like weekly sessions and stuff like that. So I've got heaps of music, but I've just sort of decided to hold off until like next year when it just seems like the right decision for me is to not really release anything before the end of the year. I'm going to, yeah, go ham next year with lots of new songs. Yeah, for sure. 
and hopefully be able to gig them a little bit and play them out. We will. We will manifest and we will be able to play those shows. Yeah. So what I'm just interested, what have you guys been listening to lately, music wise? Just like Jimmy Harwood on repeat mainly. <laughs> just on my own, on repeat. <laughs> on my own on repeat, just to get the stream count up. Yes. Um, <laughs> I've been really listening fun. to heaps of Jordan Rakai. He's dope. Same dude. Same. You like I, you like Jordan? I love Jordan Rakai, man. He's like Yeah. He's really like obviously he's very, very musically talented. Almost to the point where you listen and you're like, why am I doing music when someone can do this? Um, <laughs> so but, true. Yeah, he's great. I've been sort of digging into – I was late to the party with um, Dominic Fyke. I don't know how long he's been around he's sick. for. He's sick. He's lit. Really, I've been dabbling in pop world quite a lot. Um, I was also really, really, really late to the 1975 party. And this last 12 months, I've been listening to so much 1975. Um, <laughs> That's lit. Then, yeah, who else? I've been listening – one of my favourite bands ever is – Krangbin. I don't know how you pronounce it. It's Krangbin. Krangbin. They're, yeah, they're definitely one of my faves of the last 12 months, definitely. I love that song, Joshy, that just goes, yes. Yeah, yes. Evan. <laughs> Evan so good. the third room. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Evan. Good on you, Evan. Evan's yeah. a good person, I think. Yeah, they're amazing. For Absolutely sure. amazing. Jimbo, what have you been listening to? Shout out my mate Inca, Mad Tunes from Ballarat. I don't know if you guys have heard of him. Suss that suss him out. He's sick. JID, if you know JID, the rapper, went gone. I've been listening to some old John Mayer that I used to froth, like when I started learning guitar. And I listened to Billie Eilish's new album. Cool. Love. That's so cool. I'm yet to watch that thing, that video that she did, that live. Don't know what it is. I think it was on Disney Plus randomly, but it looked really cool. And I'm yet to watch it. Is this the documentary she did? Is this the Billy documentary on Apple TV? No, what? no. Have you seen that? Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, that's really good. Um, oh, that was but she did like a live, it's like a album live. She played her album live. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> it was on, it was on um, Disney Plus. Um, and it was, it looked really cool and I was going to watch it and I still haven't. Anyway, so moving on. That's sick. (laughs) (laughs) That was just going around in circles. There's nothing else to tell in that story. We're all, we're all here. It's fine. It's all good. Um, so do tell me, I love to ask, um, everybody a happy gig memory, like the best time that you've ever had at a gig in next to a horror story where something's gone absolutely so wrong, shit's hit the fan, and you thought everything, you thought it was over. Yes. So, um, probably one of my favorite gigs ever was Workers Club 20, wait, I've got the poster here, 2018. Um, I did like a live show where I just got heaps of musicians, like sax. I got like sax guitar, five singers, a rapper, a bass guitarist, all these people to like play with me. And I and I sold it out, which was sick. That was probably my favorite gig ever. Um, and then my nightmare, probably at Oktoberfest when there was like a thousand people in St Kilda and I plugged my USB and it didn't work. And I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> didn't read anything. Um, and I was just... I was just passing and like the MC's like, and now Morning Maxwell. And I'm like, dude, what? No. I was just like, nah, what man. Where, I was like, where's the Westgate? Like, what the? <laughs> <laughs> Not a vibe. Um, but 
I actually realized that I had like four other USBs in my bag. So I just grabbed one and it was fine. And it was also oh. that specific <laughs> deck. It was also that specific deck. So I just went to another deck. But oh, that's grim. That's so grim. Mine would probably be like my oh my favorite gig. That's such a hard one. There's been so many really good ones. Um, I feel like the first time I sold the Northcote Social Club out, that was a really special night. And I'll probably always remember that one as like my first kind of headline sold out show and, and in a venue like that, which I used to go to a lot. That was like, yeah, that was an amazing night. And I've got definitely nightmare gigs as well. I feel like the top two, one was at the Penny Black in Brunswick. I used to play there a bit and we'd put on a free show. I think it was on a, um, it was in January in the summer. So people were kind of raring to get out. And we did a sound check and halfway through the sound check, the mixing desk like blew up, like completely blew up. And then like an hour goes by, two hours go by, people are rolling in to see the show. We hadn't got a mixer yet and we were freaking out and then had to do like this really rough sound check for about 20 minutes and then we played the gig straight away, had to cancel the support acts. Um, that was a nightmare. Oh. And the second nightmare, this one still makes me sick to the stomach, but it was the biggest support I'd done and it was supporting Tash Sultana at the Enmore in um, Sydney. And I've never really played that much in Sydney before and the Enmore is obviously a pretty renowned venue, so I was really pumped to do the support. And halfway through my first song, uh, the fuse on my guitar amp just blew completely. And I had another guitarist with me who was using the other amp and we just had to fully impromptu this whole show. And I was hating every minute because there's literally like 2,000 people there. And I'm like, I'm, I've, I've blown it. I've blown my chance. So I'm never going to be able to do music ever again. But that was definitely a nightmare. That's <laughs> so grim, man. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's pretty grim, man. That tops it off, I reckon. Mine, I'd, probably my f- best my best gig memory probably just the one i did the single launch i did this year the only fucking gig i've really done all year um i never like properly sold out a show so i sold it out which was sick so there's heaps of people there which is like what i wanted to happen um yeah just that whole gig to be honest it like it just went perfectly um but my worst one there was a time at lucky cock where my guitar was just crackling i was like trying to use my loop pedal it's crackling there's like a bunch of uk people like there was probably five to ten of them in front of me they're like bro just fucking take the plug out and use it to do it acoustic and sing acoustic and i'm like oh it was the only option i had so i had to play for two hours with my teeny little acoustic like this this thing teeny like it's mini. Um, to, to Lucky Cock. <laughs> and I just had to like shout, shout sing pretty much. And I had, yeah, I hated every minute of it, but I first did. So, yeah. Love it. These were good stories. Guys, I literally had this one guy, like the episode came out today and I'll never get over it. Um, <laughs> I'm telling it again because it was so good. Um, but he was like playing this show and this lady was like really drunk and he walked past her. And he like slipped on something. <laughs> this lady like shit herself <laughs> at this gig. Oh. And he got oh. it on. Nah, nah. Like it's the worst thing ever. And he literally oh. like he literally like got it on himself and didn't realize until he had played the gig and like gone home and then gone on like then had to drive like sixteen hours or something to get to another gig. It was oh. like nah. <laughs> I had to, I had to <laughs> share. Like it was brutal. Like imagine that. Imagine that happening to you. Oh. Can I can I can I do one story real quick that's like yeah. kind of based on that? Um, 
I was playing in Mornington and it was like their fourth birthday, this club called Cruise Mornington. They're not, they don't even exist anymore, but um, it's like quite a big place. There's probably like five or 600 people. And then this random guy just vomited in the middle of the dance floor and everyone just went like this. And I was just playing to this empty floor and it was the weirdest thing, but everyone was frothing on either side. And it was just such a weird vibe. And I was like, now it's starting to smell. And it was just, it's just weird, but like cool, but really bad at the same time. Did no one like come to clean it? Yeah, they got a bartender to clean it, but it took ages. Like it took like 25, 30 minutes to do it. And I was like, bro, what's going on? Nah, nah, nah. (laughs) Tramp cleaner's too good, man. (laughs) So bad. I love it. Better better out than in, eh, Vic? Yeah, I always say. Anyway, Uh, thank you guys for joining me tonight. It's been a pleasure having a chat to you on this lovely lockdown eve. Um, Thanks for having me. No worries. I usually do a cheers or a vape beer cheers or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever we're doing right now and a a hot cocoa cheers as well. Love it. Beautiful. Cheers. 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 (laughs) Feeling it up there when I'm on my own at the fire zone.